Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Well, how's it going, Tim? Hey, Chad, pretty good. How about them hogs, buddy? Oh, man, how about them? You know, we went in there and we did what we had to do. We, we won the game. And, uh, you know, I mean, what do you do, right? You just keep pushing forward. Yeah, not a bad start, though. You know, I beat a top 25 team. Uh, really, really good crowd. Um, yeah. Just, it, you know, um, you know, shut out the half. I, I saw some good things. Definitely some things we can get better at, yep. but like a win is a win. Um, we've got South Carolina on the horizon. Mm-hmm. It's a good time to be a Hog fan. It feels good to be just confident and uh, ranked, moved up to the ranks as a 16. feels good to be confident. No, oh, you're absolutely right. It does feel good. And it, it feels good to be, you know, uh, coming out here and, and, Win games, you know, right off the bat. Games that are hard, you know. Uh, playing a team that uh, I think a lot of people underrate their offensive line and then how good their offensive line was. And, uh, you know, our secondary had a lot of trouble. But how much trouble would our secondary have had if our uh, D-line was able to get a little bit more pressure if we wasn't going against one of the best O-lines in the nation? went up against one of the better defenses in the nation, and we just handled them pretty well offensively. Um, you know, I'm not really a fan of this pistol uh, that we run constantly through the whole game. Um, for me, it's just not, I don't know. I, I feel like it's, everybody's running it. You know, everybody's trying to outsmart each other, you know, and they're all doing the same stuff. and it just feels like if you come out with something a little bit different, you might have, you know, you might have a better outcome, you know? Like, why don't we, why don't we put two, two running backs in the backfield? Stay in the pistol if we want, all right? Stay in the pistol, put a running back to the left, running back to the right. And, uh, you know, I mean, because shit, we're averaging eight yards, right? Our running backs are averaging eight yards a carry, right? And we got... Just one in the backfield, and we sure we got a quarterback that can sling it around. He showed that he showed he's approved his accuracy, especially with his uh, short game, mid game, this 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 game. So 
you know, we know that JK can sling it around. And it's something we talked about, like, oh, if he comes out and he can sling it around, you know, we're in trouble, right? We're, we're going to have a really good program that can really come out here and do something. And he's able to do that. And he's able to run it like he's always been able to. And he's got running backs that are getting eight yards per carry. So why don't we split out another running back? You know, why don't we go running back heavy? Because, I mean, look, the little short passes, he's he's making them. He's hitting them. He, he's doing well with that, right? But we don't need, in my opinion, we don't need all those receivers. He's still going to hit those little short passes. You know, those little dink passes he's making. He's still going to hit them. You know, even if he has another running back. And then it gives you two, you know, it gives you zone. It gives you things you can run out of the backfield, right? You can run protection out of the backfield and have hot routes and be dumping off to your hot routes and things like that. You know, you, maybe you have an option where you, you read the defensive end. You either give it, you hold it, and then you also have a hot route on it, you know, in a situation. If the other defensive end crashes on you, you throw it the hot route and he's up the sideline. You know, I just don't understand why we're not doing some things like that, right? Instead, we're doing, like, wide receiver screens and, you know, the things that everybody's doing, like all these offensive coordinators are doing. And maybe, maybe I'm the dummy, right? Maybe I'm the one that's wrong here. Maybe that's why everybody's running it, you know? <laughs> but for me, I just feel like that's the biggest thing I see that I wish Kendall Bryles would do different. I like his play calling. I like the play calling he does and how he... Uh, attacks the defense and when he calls uh, certain plays he, he does a good job um, he's smart about it you know I guess you know he's got some you know he, he slides in a lot of these uh, you know fancy plays too you know what I mean a lot of these like little trick plays and stuff like half trick plays almost right and um, so you know, I don't know. You just worry you're going to show too much of that. But then you're also playing Cincinnati, like I was just talking about, right? And you're going up against a really good defense. So you got to, you know, maybe you would like to put some of that in your back pocket, but you're not playing, you know, Texas Southern. Oh, yeah, man. I like the three running back idea. It, it seems like it should, or you said two, two running back idea because, listen to this, man. You got Rocket Sanders, right? Look at this. I mean, 20, yard, 20 carries, 122 yards, just just 37 long. Looking good. I help ice the game. Mm. Even KJ. I mean, he's a run. I mean, that is, well, I actually, I said correctly three running backs because KJ can be one himself. Mm. Uh, but you got A.J. Green, too. He only gets three carries. Three carries is not enough for A.J. Green for 18 yards. Average is six. Just every time he touches the ball, six yards. Six every yards. Time. Six yards. It's a good defense. Cincinnati, you knew they were going to be physical. Binion, uh, a freshman that comes in. He only gets two carries for 16 yards. Gets a 13-yard run. You know what I mean? Just like he's only getting like three. You get five carries between Green and Dominion. And icing on the cake is Dominic Johnson's about healthy. And what did he do last year? Score seven touchdowns and was a you know on the road against Alabama, two against Mississippi State in the win. Um, just average six yards a carry. So then you, you got four running backs that are not to include. And then you also got KJ man. So you, mm -hmm. you they should come up with some things like that. Um, and that's not. I mean, just the wide receiver group. You know, um, not knocking on those guys, but we're still finding them. But you know, these running backs are 
ultra talented and good, man. And just got every one of them just comes in, like just every time just brings some energy. They really you are, know? and I just feel like you can control the clock a little bit more, right? You don't have to just run, hurry up, and you yeah. know, try to blaze light and fly fast through the whole thing, right? Like when you get a few scores and you're up on your opponent, you can start controlling the clock more. You can just do that better with the run. Now, that's not saying you're going to abandon the pass. I yeah. definitely don't want to do that. I want okay. I want our three best receivers out there, and I put our three yeah. best receivers up against them, anybody, you know, and stack them to one side of the line sometimes, right? Put them all, you know, play them different ways, right? And throw some, throw some fancy passes and stuff. I think, I think that's, I think that's a great thing to have, you know, wide receivers. Well, you know, you, you gotta have tight end. You gotta have knocks at tight end, though. I mean, two touchdowns the other day. Hell yeah. And Knox um, you know, slid yeah. out there and, and caught that one pass and took it up the sideline, and it was yeah. beautiful, man. It was yeah. beautiful. He's just gotten so big and so and fast. fast. That's the Both thing. Levels. So fast and big. Like, he is the he is, he is what you want to see as a tight end, right? He's He's got that perfect size and stature right now. He's going to have a special year. And we said that before the game. Yeah, we yeah, said we were, that in the last podcast. So that's that's something you were saying, but yeah, uh, I, know, I know we'll get to fancy. Sorry, Chad, but that reminded me of like uh, run like a or run like a Razorback. I believe in our fantasy league has him in right during the game. Huh? So glad that's my tight end yeah, because you snatched him up right before everybody else was gonna get him. <laughs> right before like everybody was like, I was just about to get him. Yeah, uh, no, that's awesome though. That's yeah. to have it. I love. We love having a tight end, as y'all probably know on this. Oh yeah. Thing. And, bigger and, and faster. <laughs> Sorry, Chad. I mean, like, good blocking tight end, but yep. like that's Absolutely. what he did. Is is what I don't know. If you go back and watch the film, you watch that play, right? He comes out, blocks just a second, sheds off, takes yep. off down the damn sideline, wide oh. ass open. Like nobody. Was he's embraced. The, he's the, yeah, he's embraced the blocking aspect. Mm-hmm. I think switching fully to tight end, and now he's yeah. got like shot. You you see that like, dude, you got a shot to go to the NFL, man. Exactly. Like, just keep playing like good hands, like for that, like that jump pass by KJ. You know, a little. I mean, KJ had to get over the top of the defense, but KJ just has these just great or uh, uh, Knox just has these great hands and just smoothing oh, yeah. those. Uh, he could have just flipped it up in the air and he would have caught the really awesome. I mean, he was just like, they were on. They were they were connected. That was a horrible jump pass. He didn't get up very high. He barely flipped it over. Like, it is not the way it was practiced. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> it worked. It worked, Chad, because as a sure defense, too, they were like, geez, that's so, like, it's so bad because it's kind of delayed and, like, it faked you out so much, like, no way at this point are they going to do a jump. And he did it still. It's like, all right, there's yeah, train hops. It's one of the Tebow <laughs> jump passes. It worked. It we had in the backfield for a while, then jump pass in. <laughs> we did have a couple of those successes last year, so get that in. But. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing, man. I just think that, you know, we have opportunity to, to, to have a special year. I really think that where we need to tighten up the most is not an offense. You know, I'm not going to sit here and knock offense, you know, all day. That's not where we need to tighten up at. We did all right. We did what we need to do. And I think we continue doing that moving forward. We're going to be able to outscore opponents. And that's what we all really want, right? 
But with defense, can we stop them from scoring on us? And that's what we're fixing to find out when we play South Carolina. You get this quick back that's running out in the flats, throwing the ball all over the damn place. Our secondary looked horrible, so we got to figure out, did our secondary look horrible because they're horrible? Or did they look horrible because our offensive or our defensive line wasn't getting any pressure on the QB? Now, I would say around the second or third quarter, we started getting pressure on the QB. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I thought we started to get there. We just didn't get there till late, early in the game. They were doing a good job of dominating us uh, before we figured out their number. But by yeah. the by the like the third quarter, we were getting back there for sure. Um, but the thing is, is like like they're not going to have that. South Carolina's not going to have that. They're just not. So we're we're going to be able to go in there and and really get back there and disrupt the quarterback, right? Uh, the question is, can we keep him in the backfield? And can we stop them throws when he gets out there loose? You know, can our secondary take care of it? And let's let's think about our secondary, right? Last year, we were ball hawks, picking it off all over the place. This year, we pick off one of the best, you know, offenses in the nation, you know. So we, we did have picks, and not as many as we wanted, right? Not as many as we hoped for, but we did have one. And, you know, that's a big part of Odom defense. It just is everywhere Odom's been. You know, they've always been ball hawks more than they've, you know, attacked the uh, attacked the uh, player who's catching the ball. They've just always played the ball more. Uh, so the question is, is that hurting us, right? Because we got beat bad. Like, we had guys yeah. like three or four steps on us. If that quarterback would have been more accurate, what a hell of a game that would have been. And thank God their kicker couldn't kick. I don't know. I'm worried about her secondary. I guess all that to say I'm worried about her secondary. That's all right. I mean, I think that just comes with expectations. We're not, you know, we're definitely not saying anything. Uh, if you want I, to, to me, like what we're saying is we're badass, but we can just be. Like, we can compete for a championship. Like, this is a year. You got KJ just leading the way. You got guys coming back, like Poole on defense, Catalan. Um, like, this is like, we could short, uh, like, like, honestly, some of these transfers that came in, McLaughlin um, got that interception to start that one interception to start the game. He came from LSU, Dominic from Georgia Tech, had a fumble recovery and um, a sack. We had three sacks, and you're right, man. The pressure just from everybody, guys. Like, uh, Gregory had a couple uh, quarterback hurries. Um, it started to get better. And I know um, just looking at, uh, you know, Rattler got pressured pressured a lot uh, mm-hmm. against Georgia State last week. So I just think I think it's going to be – you're going to see more than three sacks and four, you know, quarterback hurries. Yeah, I mean – In the next game against uh, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And – you know, I think, yeah, South Carolina's definitely just not the caliber team we just played, right? We just played a college playoff uh, caliber team. And I know we had a lot of things to stay, and we, we talked about, you know, all of our advantages and the people they lost and this, that, and other. And we were right because we went out here and beat them just like we said we would, and they did lose those folks, right? They're not the same teams they had last year. But they ain't totally rebuilt either. They hadn't lost everybody. They're just trying to replace a few key players. You know, that's a whole lot different than some of these teams that are reloading totally. 
Yeah, well, I mean, when we looked at the last last week, we were talking about man, they lost a lot, but then like every all of their like offensive lines, defensive, defense, every, every really every position was like uh, juniors and seniors. Like they were all like, oh, okay, they've just been like they've still been playing. If you're going to be that good, so we kind of realized like we get we really kind of got to that in the podcast. Like, oh man, they are. I mean, they're pretty experienced from a good team, mm-hmm. and. uh a gritty win, though. You knew they were going to just kind of bring a close game um, or a physical game. We never, we never trailed. I mean, we kind of came out. Um, I really liked one thing, Chad. I was, I was happy with Pitt. Uh, they missed the field goal with like we had like a minute on the clock or maybe something. You know, at, at our thirty, at our thirty yard line, and Pitt decides uh, we're up seven nothing. That's not enough. I like the decision to. Um, get aggressive and go score. And then we end up scoring and taking the lead 14 to nothing at halftime, which was big, you know, of course, considering we just beat them by seven. I thought Pittman had very aggressive play calling throughout this, mm-hmm. uh, this, this game. I, I liked it a lot. There was one fourth down situation where I said, you know, I think we should go for it. And I think it was like fourth to three, something like that. And uh, he chose to punt, but like it was a situation where we're up. You know they're not really scoring on us or making anything happen. Their their offense is not proven to be something we should worry about at that point. And I understand why, but at the same time, I just feel like we were dominating. Right? We got a running back getting eight, and I know I keep saying this. Right? We got a running back getting eight yards per carry. We got three yards. Give them the ball. Like give them the ball, and let's let's see a cloud of dust. How about we just go power eye and give them the damn ball? And have J.K. run up and put his shoulder right in the backbone and push as hard as he can. And just see if we can get those little yardage situations, you know. It does, it does seem there was a couple times uh, it just seemed like he was trying to just uh, – Kendall was trying to push a little bit too much of the passing game. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't – I think we can – like, it's not even – it might end up being – the score still being like, you know, 31 to – seven or ten but i feel like we'd we wouldn't go three and out like there's a couple times like our offense is too good for that like there's too much mm. you, you got this offensive line that's just so experienced it's been you know what i mean it's oh, yeah. so built up like in their prime this is awesome great offensive line hey like that's fine like it's gonna open up the pass of course but like dude run the, it's okay to run like rivers like what are we doing? We've got these like stable of running backs, incredible stable of running backs behind a great offensive line. Plus KJ can run. I was like, that's all right. It's all right to call runs, man. I mean, goodness. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to work and it's going to keep drives going. Like you were saying, you just, you, you just said that. And I was just like, man, that's just like longer. Just drive score, every, score, every drive, man. Those three and outs are awful. I don't yeah. understand with our offense this year. We've just, we're at this point, man. We're at this point. We're going to be good. I mean, we got a chance. I mean, no, look. All right, let's 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 just think about it. Who the hell is going to beat us at this point, right? Who's going to beat us this year? I mean, Alabama maybe. I don't know why I said Ole Miss. Ole Miss had trouble with Troy. You know, they, did, they, didn't, they didn't look good at all playing Troy. And Troy, ain't like Troy's got a powerful fucking team this year, man. Yeah, no, it's not like Troy's had some good teams. Troy's Troy's all right. They've had some. Oh yeah, ugly. Well, they they uh, won a lot of like, shows. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Back when we were playing Troy, Bob Petrino yeah. was playing Troy. Like they were winning 
They were winning yeah. their conference constantly back then. We'd have to beat them like twenty-three to nothing. Like, like you shut out their offense, but like they're gonna make you make it ugly in like twenty-three yeah. points and whatever. Golly. So I don't know, but anyway, that they, they're not the Troy of the past, and they had they they played a hell of a lot better game than they should have, you know. And the same thing with uh, South Carolina. I mean, they almost. Fucked up their game. Texas A&M is playing Sam Houston. Looks just horrible. Just look terrible. Just, I mean, if that's the best money can buy, give me a refund. I'm sorry, man. We we came out just ready to rock and roll. And then the press, think about this. The press, at least we don't got this coach. The press gas Jimbo, hey. You know, Uh-oh. would you go over to Clemson or I can't remember what school. It was something like that, right? And he was like, Yeah, you never say never. You know, not I'm I'm with Texas A and M and this is my school and Imagine you asked that to Pittman. You gonna go down to Alabama when Saban retires? You know guys, I don't I don't reckon I am. <laughs> no, he ain't <laughs> That's about what he can say. Look at him, he's dumb. We were just like at like some of the worst teams in the or, or big time football a couple years ago with more, and just auto, just during a pandemic built like a program where we're like seriously not BS and like who's the thing with Bam? All right, look, and we said it last because we we're trying to find like A and M's they're highly rated, but we didn't see it. But that Sam Houston State was very concerning. I know at the end maybe they put some point, but that was their start was horrible I before that rain. I do got to say, after that first week of ball, I'm like, man, man can we beat Alabama? Like, I thought, <laughs> I thought this I mean, might be well, the year, man. And now it's like putting up 55 points and just shutting them out. Golly, just looking like a damn machine. Here's the thing, Chad. <laughs> We're going to be 4-0 and they're coming into town, but... Why couldn't have they? And I know this is probably stupid to say, but Saban does this when he loses in the championship game. Like he comes back, like he don't do it two years in a row. He's gonna come, like he's on a mission. Come back, and so he's got, and he's got Bryce Young who's there again, like coming back, and just Utah. They beat Utah State like fifty nine nothing. Utah State's like won ten games recently and won that, like really competed, but not just like. If you, you know horrible. what I mean? Like, yeah. Not just horrible. And uh, it's a uh, wow, man. No yeah. trouble. We got that coming on the fucking pipe. Like, that's it, man. But that's that's the opportunity. I'm sorry. I can't it's believe not... I said, I can't believe I said Ole Miss is going to beat us. I, I'm, I'm with you at this point, man. I think we're a one lost team. I think it's Alabama. And it's just like, how, to bad are they, how bad do they beat us? That's the question. Can we keep it tight and close like last year and feel good about it? Can we get a four seed in the playoffs if we go undefeated the rest of the way, though? You know what I mean? Bama just rocks over everybody. And I'm not saying it's a definite. If we get our secondary right, man, we we get everything right, we get everything tweaked, and we just come out there and we're we're just picking them off, running it back, two or three, like, pick sixes. KJ scores three or four times. Could happen. 
I mean, they, they, yeah. there's nothing wrong with saying that. That's, that's just the expectations we have realistically. It's just saying what, like, that's just we're excited, man, that Pittman's got this program. I just a hell of a job for him, man. He's just a good guy, man. He's likes to have a cold beer, you know, to celebrate. And I just, he's just I one of us, man. Or anything. Yeah, but, you know. But I think we'll have obviously, that. <laughs> like, I mean, obviously, they don't like, he doesn't. You know, he gets his and team prepared for that. promoting it, man. You wouldn't even say nothing about it if you wasn't promoting it. Oh, He's yeah. definitely saying everybody needs to get fucked up on beer and hang out and have a good time. He's, I mean, he's the type of guy, too, like, right, have people over at his place, man, after the game and celebrate. You know, he's going to come in the office, so, but he lets he wants everybody to have a good time. You know he's what I mean? He's the type of guy that go out um, Saturday night after the win and have a 12 pack and not touch it again until <laughs> the next Saturday, I bet. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Sure. Especially after a win like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Adrenaline, man, you burn a lot of calories, so you know, way to replace that. Pittman's badass, man. Maybe he's got Ooh. a beer fridge. I got his chip sure. dogs in the office. He, I mean, yeah, if he's not... brazen enough to drink fucking beer on the sideline as a college football player who was injured, I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's brazen enough to have a fucking beer fridge as the head fucking coach, the highest paid yeah. state employee. <laughs> That's fine with me, man. Dude, that'd be so awesome if, like, during the Alabama game or maybe even, like, the last... Uh, Sometime this year, like maybe at the Ole Miss game, uh, there's like a cooler, and after the game, like he runs over there, it just like, just recreates that photo. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, <laughs> That'd be a great dude. Just like yeah. walks out onto the. That'd be cool if he just like walked out with a cooler at practice. Like right before the national championship game, and just threw all of his assistants a can of beer and told everybody to relax. They've done all they could. Might as well just go play, have fun today. <laughs> oh man, what a hell of a story that would be! Wow, that was incredible. Well, here's the thing, man. Um, just looking at all the numbers, everything we did, you know, um, we had a good week. We won the game. Um, it was the two things that we want to bitch about, the secondary and wishing that we utilized the running backs a little bit more. Other than that, there's nothing to complain about, man. No, no, absolutely not. Um, you know, Hunt, special teams didn't exactly fly. We know we got a good kicker, but hey, as many extra points missed LSU. Um, that East Carolina, North Carolina State game. Oh my gosh, East Carolina blew a couple extra points, or easy field goals, and you know Little's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Our punter, oh, he's the yeah for sure. I don't know what happened to Reed Bauer, who's supposed to be our punter, but we have the uh, the brother of the uh, Cincinnati guy. Well, I'm a goodness, bud. <laughs> The uh, Fletcher. Yeah, the, the brother of the 
brothers uh, for Cincinnati. Or Cincinnati is the brother of the punter. Was the brother of our punter. Oh wow! And he was better than our guy. How about that? How did that? Wrong. Did anybody look to see how that uh, punter did over at LSU? That was just like a drunk in the frat house that they. At Ole Miss? Just gave some smelling salts to and shit. Drug him out on the field. <laughs> Ole Miss tried, tried to sober him up best they could. That's what Kiffin said basically in the damn press conference. Yeah. Said he's way out of shape. Wonder if he was like kicking record kicks and shit. I'm on it, man. I'm on it. I'm on the case. I'll find out, of course. So just, that just feels good to have been football season, man. Just like there's so much happening, too, dude. It happened so fast. It's so good. It's just like the best. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Anyways, what? Okay. I'm on the case, man. I'm just going to talk about being on the case. What should I uh, here here before let's play this game? What should I Google? Uh, Ole Miss drunk punter or Ole Miss drunk podcast? Punter. <laughs> no, I, I don't think. I think it was just no frat boy punter or something like that. Probably Charlie Ole Miss Pollock. Pollock. Oh, I got Charlie Pollock. Ole Miss boy. Maybe I got. Jesus, 2018. What an ugly game against Troy. Yeah, I, I, just, I think we whipped Ole Miss's ass this year at home. Just revenge off that year. I think KJ goes off. Dart threw an interception. I don't even know what it's like to have a quarterback that throws an interception either. I just Maybe I'll probably take it for granted, but what did I say his name was? No. Charlie Pollock? No, he didn't punt. Not at all. What a letdown. What a stupid story. What a stupid story. I mean, if you can't, like, push it through, you got to let him get out there and get one, you know? Well, kind of sounds like you had an idea. Sounds like you didn't have to get a, like, you know, let him enjoy himself. Let him sleep in till game time. Wake up like the other old mess people. Go to the game or watch on TV or whatever. I'll have a couple hours of sleep. Drug him out there in the hot August Mississippi sun. Put that little ball for a while. It's crazy. Probably the time is life, but man, I don't know. Just gotta get out there and make it happen. You know, do that what you're means. supposed to do. Maybe he's on the. Uh, is he second? Oh, he's second though. Freshman. Damn. Well. Is he yeah. really? Yeah, that's kind of. I thought I was hoping he'd be like uh, older. <laughs> like a, an extra super senior or something. <laughs> 250 pound freshman. Oh, man, front kicker. Wow. I want to see him kick, man. What are we going to do to see this guy kick? I hope they play something not as good as Troy. I don't know. Good as Troy. I don't know. I don't know what you got to do to see this guy kick, but I, mean, I guess we're not going to see it. So it is what it is. So. Anyway, I guess we should probably talk about uh, this damn team we're playing. Uh, the South game, Carolina? Plays, huh? 
Um, if you're doing your part, like all of us, we're all eating chicken this week a lot. Just eating the eating the hell of some bird. I've had some chicken. Uh, I had chicken tonight in my burrito. I had a chicken burrito. I had chicken sandwich. A weird fucking chicken sandwich. You had one too from fucking Burger King, and they like take it and dip it in some I don't know oil or something. It's like it's like a cross what? between I mean, a Nashville. It's like a KFC yeah. Nashville hot. It's like a cross between that and the Popeye chicken sandwich. It's not quite right. Yeah, it ain't bad. I was, yeah, it's some kind of like it's definitely like that. It's some Nashville hot like chicken type, but they don't like they don't brand it as that. Mm-hmm. But also to me, when I first was having it, I was like, man, it's kind of like some kind of like jerk chicken type. It was pretty nice. I liked it, but it was just different from Burger King. Unexpected, but anyways. Yeah. I had Popeyes the other day. Oh my goodness, I'm probably just gonna have to, maybe chicken wings at ten thirty in the morning before this eleven a.m. game. Well, I had it, and I, I thought it was pretty good. So, oh, yeah. you know, it wasn't bad. Well, all right. What was the deal? There's a storyline with the quarterback with Spencer Rattler. Ray, what? You were texting me about that growing up in Polk County or some shit. And... Man, I don't know what county. Uh, Polk County. <laughs> yeah, Polk. Was, that was dad. Was dad. Oh. dad was a big hog fan or whatever. And he, Spencer grew up a hog fan. Uh, Conway, you know, watching, right? Yeah, I think so. Watching Darren McFadden and those teams and Petrino teams and all those. And uh, I don't know. He, I mean, just... Like five star quarterback man didn't even like Morris or or Beam or Morris didn't even like look at him didn't even offer him no offer you know what I mean whether he's just like you know great but it's just like dang dude you know they did the same thing Ryan Mallett like at least get him up there and let him compete they wanted to be at the school that's the thing that is weird about it is they were great quarterbacks in high school and wanted to be at the college let him yeah. give him a shot. Mallet with D Mac, man. <laughs> Could you imagine? Mallet was good. I remember watching because that wasn't like a known thing. It wasn't like it was just like after the fact. Oh, Mallet could have been a hog. It was at the time too. It's like who do you take? Is like Mallet wants to be a hog, and he comes in freshman year, and I watched him like running in the, for Michigan. You know what I mean? They had a, like older guy starting quarterback, but he like contributed like some big wins that year for him. It's like, but him with D Mac. Just escape all the drama. It was because these bullshit fans. It's hopefully none of those guys are listening to this podcast, Chad. But it's the fans <laughs> of about Houston Nut pressuring him. All right, dude. But did you not like at least fans? Did you not see what he had with D Mac his freshman year? Give him that year. What's going to happen? Not pressure. Mal's on. What the hell, man? He felt pressure because you know what I mean. And should just let him do it. Guess what? We would have had Mallet. What Malzon or not Malzon? Uh, must whatever that that guy. You Mitch know? must. I mean Mitch Mustang. Yeah. Okay, he fucked the whole off. program up. Fucked up the entire program that Houston Nut was building. Should just fucking yeah. went to USC to begin with. We should have took fucking Mallet. You know, whatever whatever of the you know Springdale Five wanted to come. Could have come and the rest could have went and did what they want to do wherever the hell they want to do because that's what wound up happening. And the only thing they really did is just drug a good coach in the damn mud for no good reason. Yeah. Ruin that. I mean, could have been had a better 6 and seven season. 
It's your fault, fans. Look what happened. Anyway, I'm sorry. What what are you talking about? Well, we was talking about uh, that that old boy fan, Rasmus. Right. Huge huge Arkansas fan. Uh, he probably well you know, he didn't get a you know he didn't get a, a uh, you know didn't get a look. It was the thing, right? He didn't get a look. I don't remember getting any kind of look at all. Honestly, you know. I mean. Like he's no offer, like dude, like you know, if he's gonna be like a five star, they don't just like there's only like there's not a whole bunch of those, mm-hmm. and then like like no matter what, take your chance on him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like shit, just like please, hey, come here. It's like oh my gosh, dude. his freshman year threw for three thousand yards, twenty eight touchdowns yeah. before he was last year. So he does got he has some talent. You know that. Um, last week he did not look good. He's but, short. Uh, and he's small. And he's short, and he's you know not very big. Six one, two hundred fifteen pounds. Probably getting knocked around a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? It, just just watching watching like some highlights. Probably watched like a fifteen minute like recap of their game against Georgia State. Uh, well, I watched the last part of it uh, on like multicast when I knew what was going on with it. But like I missed what happened, so I watched some highlights and. Rattler was just pressured a good bit. Mm-hmm. Running well, he, and, for his life. Yeah, running for his life, and he'll throw like and he had two. Good at throwing like that. Yeah, yeah, he is good at that. But one of the actually, he threw two terrible interceptions that I thought the saw, man. Yeah. But like one was one was in the pocket, and one was he was rolling out. But one, like it was just like eight yard wide receiver comeback. This guy was open. And he like overthrew him by. Couple feet, man, just for an intercept. Just like, I mean, he was open. It wasn't like just like, dude, just you, like, you got to do that in the SEC, make that throw. That's, that's the kind of stuff we have to take advantage of. Yeah. yeah. That's the kind of stuff they, you got to take advantage of. And they were up 12. They were up 12 uh, against Georgia State, man. Fourth quarter. And he's trying to, he was trying to force a big play, mm-hmm. had an open receiver, like, just like, or running back out of the backfield, like five or something yards ahead of him, had some. Ground again, and he just tried to force it to make a big play. And it wasn't like they were down, you know. They were up, so this kind of um, could be a game. I want to see us. Uh, I'd like to see us do what we did to, to Corral a couple of years ago with six interceptions. I feel like we can. I feel like we're gonna have a lot of pressure against them. unless he just plays the game of his life because what we just said. Like, can you imagine if you were a man, man, like, or your son was just like, man, I would have gone to Arkansas and they don't offer me and just. Fired up, just like I'll prove you wrong. Yeah, his dad probably told him, you know, to do the right thing. You know, you're never ever gonna have the opportunity to help the Razorbacks as a fan as much as you're gonna have as quarterbacking the other team. And you just go out there and do the right thing, son, and win them all for the rest of the year. That's what I'd say. And I think my son would know what I was, what I was saying at that point. Um, I I don't know, man. I mean, look, he's their best player. He he's the guy that we got to worry about. And then you got the receiver, what Laggett out there, that's really good. And those two are the ones you really got to worry about. They're the they're the connection that you want to stop. Um, and then they do got you know three guys in the backfield, but they're small, um, undersized, and they're they're not producing as much as they should. 
Yeah, and it seemed that first, that first they averaged uh, two and a half yards of carry against Georgia State, man. Mm-hmm. Against Georgia State, two and a half yards of carry. Um, trying to think, yeah, Brooks or Rattler was looking for, he'd really didn't played a lot of passes, but Brooks was another one of his big targets. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy, Brooks, he, like, who knows if he's going to, like, stay as his main target because he only had, looking up his stats, like, oh, this guy's probably pretty good as other years and he's had like 100 yards every year and then all of a sudden he's a target's like well okay well maybe not <laughs> just for that game <laughs> but honestly they scored 30 something points against georgia state but they had two punt block for touchdowns two punts blocked they blocked two punts shane beamer son of frank beamer of beamer ball man just proud has to be proud frank had it virginia tech man just those punt return to uh, the punt block touchdowns. That's crazy to have two of them. Some secret he passed along to his son to be great at special teams. But you know, we and we've had some. We last year, we last couple of years, we've had some punt of our blocking uh, some mistakes. And Pittman, Pittman said this week, you know, uh, the Georgia State those punt blocks that they had were because of missed blocks. So he's he's confident we can we can correct not do what Georgia State had. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, I get you. I mean, shit. Look, they they did. They had two hundred rushing yards against Georgia State, right? That ain't shit. I mean, you got you got to do better than that. What did we have? Three hundred? We had to have at least three hundred. Oh man, they had that many. They want average like. They had 79 yards rushing against Georgia State. Oh, Rattler had 227 yards passing, one touchdown, two oh, interceptions. Oh, I guess they rushed it 40 times. My bad, my bad. Yeah. So, uh, ESPN's got 32 rushes, 79 yards, one touchdown. Long of 13. Don't have a lot of big play backs. They just look slow, man. I was like, I don't know. This Jay Bell. He looked, just did not. Yeah, 6'3", huge running back. <laughs> he looked just big and slow. I don't know. Just a big slow bastard. I just I came away from watching a little well, bit. They had 19 first downs. Mm-hmm. Georgia's uh, Southern had uh, 14. I mean, huh, that's weird. Yeah, total that's offense crazy. 306. George Southern had three eleven. They didn't even they they didn't come out there and score more or run more yards up than them. That's crazy, man. That is incredible. Had sixty nine offensive plays too. Isn't that crazy? Exact same amount. That don't seem normal. It's crazy. Georgia Georgia State had two hundred yards rushing though. With our rushing attack, we might have four hundred on Georgia South Carolina. Mm-hmm. How does you how, as a SEC team? How do you let somebody double up or more than double up on you in rushing yards? Man, the only interception of the game was by Georgia Southern. That's crazy, dude. We'll see. Well, Georgia State two for twenty two for five yards. My bad. And we had they had one. So yeah, <clears throat> the Georgia State quarterback was seven out of twenty nine. For 111 yards, so God. maybe they're all secondary. Maybe I mean, this maybe. is where 
Yeah. Georgia Southern really messed themselves up. It was one of three first down, uh, fourth down conversions. Mm. You know, they were going forward and forth a lot and not yeah. making it, trying to win the game, you know. They, I mean, they were in it third quarter. They were in it on the road, feeling good about it in the third quarter before yeah. teams doomed them. We've seen that happen, too. So. Two of four in the red zone. You got to be four of four in the red zone against the SEC team. You can't, yeah, yeah. You can't be 50%. Yeah. No, no. And then, you know, they're not any better. They're 50%, and they're only been in the red zone twice. Think about that. Golly. The whole game. Could you imagine? Only being in the red zone twice the whole game? If you're an Arkansas fan who's playing Georgia Southern, you only got to see it twice? You only was in scoring position twice? Just like, wow. What? Well, you look at the final score and you'd think it wasn't like that, but yeah. What? Make me another, team that's, another team that's going to bring the ugly, man. Tell you what. Man, what an ugly game that was. But man, I mean, for Georgia State... It's perfect. Yeah. They yeah. need them to play a bad, ugly game, right? Yeah. Man, they come out and play a game like this against us. Whew. Might hang a hundred on them. Wow. I don't know. I feel pretty Pittman good. I probably this. start feeling bad about them. Sorry, man. I, I just let you go. You know, I, I agree with you, man. I feel pretty confident about this game. Pretty confident. I don't know. Yes. Just looking at everything they got, I mean, their defense isn't scaring me. Their offense isn't scaring me. Just looking at the numbers, yeah. you know, they're just a average. I mean, maybe a below. I would have to say a below average SEC team. I would be afraid to play Vanderbilt if I was the, if I was this team. If I was a fan of this team, I'd be yes. worried about Vandy. And I've been there. I've been there where I sat and said, "Man, I'm sure I'm worried about Vandy this year." I have Vandy on the road too. <laughs> so it's a horrible place to be, but man, that's where they're at, isn't it? Yeah, I feel pretty good about this game, though, man. I, uh, South Carolina's just... Alright, we good enough. Hold on. That's my apologies. Yeah, I mean... Unless they improve drastically from one week to the next, <clears throat> which they Wait, say that, you know, teams improve the most from the first week to the second week. Hopefully that'll be the Thing with us too, they'll fix our secondary. I just even if they keep the weird, you know, not putting enough running backs in the backfield and keep doing the weird offensive thing they're doing, if they just fix that secondary, I'll be happy, man. Yeah, I just with well, that Sanders, Johnson, Dominion, and Green. I don't. They've got to find some carries. It's just obvious out there. Um, South Carolina. They got, you know, you always ask me, what's their special teams like? It's like, well, they got, went over those punt block for touchdowns, but the kicker hit two 50 yard field goals. So, oh. probably better. So, we don't, we're not going to get those uh, lucky misses. 
like Cincinnati gave us. These guys kick it and they're going to put it through the uprights. Yeah. Which can be bad if they're kicking it from damn 50 yards out. Through the yeah. Uprights? I mean, that's, golly. That can happen. We can we can hold their, we, I feel confident in us holding their offense, you know, to not just a whole bunch, but you still stop them at the 40-yard line. Mm-hmm. With the ball 10 yards back and he hits it. I mean, plus 50 yard plus, no telling what he can hit. So, I mean, 40-yard yeah. line, it's just, you're just like, okay, you're going to send him out there. Get three points on us, so it's not going to be a shutout like that. We're going to have to um, make sure they don't – well, if we keep them from touchdowns, I feel good about us scoring on them, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, like we're talking about, Rather, obviously, and then Lloyd, McDowell. Like you, like you mentioned, man, just look at that. You, talk, you said that earlier. They were 5'9". <laughs> but they didn't look... What was the guy that was... They're little dudes. Like One of them's like 201. <laughs> Why did Bell? He's listed as a tight end. No wonder I said he's big. Why is he? Why did he have 10, 17, 17 carries or 11? Why do they got three what? or four tight ends listed too? Like they got so many tight ends. Wow. I mean, I guess they're going double tight end set, you know? They've got another old offensive line, though. Damn. We had to work for our old offensive line. Yeah, but their <laughs> offensive line is not very good. You know what he said? Very good last year. I mean, they wasn't very good last year. Then they wasn't very good in the last game. They were getting pushed around. I am not scared of their offensive line. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think our D line dominates their O line. Honestly, it's gonna be good. I think, I think the worry about that will be taken care of this weekend, at least for now. I think we're going to look better this week than we looked last week because we're going to be able to get more pressure on their quarterback. He's going to try to run and throw. He's good at that, and we have to, you know, we have to step up in the secondary and get some picks and stuff, get him in some binds, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> I hope to God we don't let people run, you know, five or six steps past us. Because that was happening, and if that happens in this game, he might hurt us. He's the type of quarterback that'll throw across his body, damn, across the field, and you know what I mean, hit somebody 40 yards down the other sideline. If they're wide-ass open, Yeah, he's pretty I, I did. See, yeah, I did see a play from that. I mean, you know, great receivers, but I did see a play where, from Georgia State where the receivers just a step like Pat. I mean, not very much past the defensive back. Mm-hmm. And Radler delivered it like <laughs> we're all like the receiver just like, you know, yeah. in front of him. So he, he does have some he he does have some talent, man. He's not void of talent and ability to throw when he's given time and with some good receivers. But if we I think we put pressure on him and then he's you know if he's Struggling. picking himself up a lot, he's not able to get out of the pocket and, and yeah. get comfortable sprinting out of the pocket. That's that's where he's going to be. That's where you're going to mess him up. You know, yeah. if you can really get your defensive end to seal the corner, keep him in the pocket, make him play pocket ball. That's where he's not comfortable. <clears throat> oh yeah. And you take a look at their defense, though. Their defense is really young. 
uh, well, I mean, they got some juniors and seniors, I guess, so they're not super young, sophomores, but yeah, only a couple freshmen. So they got, yeah, yeah safety, they got some freshmen at safety, uh, cornerback and junior at cornerback. Their nickels are both juniors. And then the rest are pretty, you know, weak side linebacker, middle linebacker, outside linebacker. They're all, you know, seniors and juniors. So a lot of, a lot of experience. Defensive line has a lot yeah. of experience. Good size, you know, decent size for SEC. Yeah. No sacks in the last game, though. Did have six tackle for losses. Mm-hmm. No, did six quarterback carries more than us, but um, nine pass breakups from the secondary. But that guy was pretty elusive. The Georgia State little guy it looked like he a uh, better runner than passer, but oh, they did put pressure on him. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know. Well, I. I think we win. I think we win. Man, you think we should? It's predictions. Are we done talking about these guys? Like, I feel like. What do you want to talk really... about? Maybe we should do a prediction. No. What? What? What do you want to talk about with South Carolina? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we went through everything. We went through special teams. We went through defense twice. Offense a couple times. <laughs> I, feel, I feel good about making a prediction. I, oh yeah, I, I just didn't know if you had some more. South Carolina no. Early on in the early on in the college, sorry, Chet. I was about to say early on in the college football season, it's hard because we don't we just seen one game. At least we have something. Last week, it's hard to talk about Cincinnati. Is like, well, we have, but we haven't seen this group play, so you don't know. But it was obvious that they, it's you know, I still they're going to play hard and physical mm-hmm. with you, keep it close. But South Carolina, you know, what we've seen is not great and. Well, I Shane, am uh, Shane Beamer. He's the coach coming into yeah. you know he's he's failed mm-hmm. at a, a couple different places, so he's really probably his not last. As huh? Well, this is his first time being a head coach, though. Is it? Yeah, it's Frank Beamer's son. It's not. Oh, it's oh man, I see my Frank. No, no, no. That's what I was saying earlier, man. The Beamer ball from Virginia Tech with Frank Beamer as a head coach. Goodness gracious. Uh, Frank, son of... Uh, sorry. I'm too old, dude. Shane, son of Frank, man. He he did work on that stat. Uh, no, he, oh, oh, he played. What? Oh, he was a wide receiver slash long snapper. Jesus. For the team that... Uh, 99, 11-1, a couple 10 in two years. So, it's good... Man, he wrote it out five years. I like it with Dad. He's been all over the place: Tennessee, Mississippi State, South Carolina, Virginia Tech, Georgia. Mm-hmm. He worked. Uh, he worked with Pittman on Georgia's staff uh, under Smart, and then Oklahoma they before. Next door neighbors. I heard that too. Like they were next door yeah. neighbors, live beside each other and shit. Good friends. No, he's. I, I, he went last year, sit seven and six for from what they were doing earlier. I like Shane Beamer. He seems pretty. So he's I mean, just I been think an assistant head coach at Virginia and Oklahoma, really. So they brought him. Oh up. yeah, he's still pretty. He's really young, man. 
Yeah, he's really young. 45. Well, it's not bad. Same age as me. That's not, that's not old, man. That's oh, pretty shit. old, man. That's like, like you, ain't, you ain't living much longer. At least halfway through life at that point. As a male, probably less. Quite a bit. I don't even know what to say to that, man. I'm just saying. He's an old man. <laughs> that depresses me. Man, well, it's life. Life's depressing sometimes. No, walking outside. It's <laughs> fresh air. Oh, I ran him off. Just simply talking about, you know, the normal day-to-days of old man, human life. <laughs> Just gets up and walks out. God damn, dog. But you're right, man. I want to say more bad things about him. It, uh... Well, have the door open. You know, it's hard to do. Hell, Frank wasn't that bad either, you know. He played a hell of a time over at Virginia Tech. He was there for freaking ever. Yeah, he was. But he was with the Citadel whenever, you know, they beat us and he got fired and they fired the, they fired the head coach right there on the sideline. So, you know, that's kind of, that kind of, kind of rubbed that in their face. I guess. I guess they beat us, so you can't really, it's really kind of embarrassing, honestly. I don't want to look into these coaches anymore, man. They're depressed. Arkansas. These two ain't no good, dude. Arkansas, 41. South Carolina, 17. Boom, what you got? Um, I think, I think we can look at Arkansas, uh, 35, I think they'll get 14, seven to 14 points, depending on how good we do defensively. I'm talking about, I think 35 is a good, good for us. I think we could do more. Than that, if we had more running backs in the backfield, but I'll take the smaller number too. I think we can double their whatever they do, whatever they put up. I think we can match it. Yeah. What if we get in a shootout? That kid's are just running and sprinting all around the damn place, just throwing it fucking everywhere. If, if Catalina and Slusher ain't back, man, you know what I mean? I mean that. I mean secondary didn't look really great before then, but once they were they weren't in there in the second half, they started scoring points. Just looking bad, man. If not for that, that quarterback finally started delivering. It's like, oh shoot, I can just just calm down and deliver it all over the field against them. Zip it around. I don't know, man. I don't want to it could be a shootout situation. It could be a shootout situation where our, man, I hate to say it, man, our secondary doesn't, doesn't they're not up to par. And we're not getting pressure in the backfield like we're hoping and talking about. And he's just slinging it all over the place. 
Ajax just back here slinging it all over the place. Got our offensive coordinator, Kendall, all worked up. He's done take the freaking one running back we had back there out of the backfield totally. Just, no, no, no back. Nobody's not passing me. Oh, <laughs> oh man. I think South, South Carolina was winless. Winless in the SEC on the road or just winless in general on the road last year? So Beamer hadn't proved he can take his team on the road and win, you know, against the number 16 team nation. You know what I mean? Oh, good choice for a, a beverage there, my man. Oh, man, I wouldn't suggest it, but it's always worked for me. Yep. When scoring first, they're 6-1, and one, though. So... <laughs> When opponents score first or two and five, just off that one season though, man. But that's six and one when you score fast. It doesn't doesn't seem like Beamer blows a lot of leads, at least in that first year last year. You know what I mean? Yeah, doesn't seem yeah. like they're looking good from the start. Well, I was a totally different team, but it's just something I just kind of noticed. Well, I don't know. We'll take care. But of if that. they trail, they. If they trail, it's obvious they're just not good enough to. They're just not gonna win, you know. Not that I'm gonna get down if we get down seven nothing, you know. If, if they if they come out there and kick a, you know, fifty yard damn field goal, right off the bat, and it's three to zero. I ain't yeah. gonna be that scared. No. They come out there and score two or three touchdowns. In the first quarter, I'm gonna be worried. If Radler just throws like some big 80 yard touchdowns, 55, <laughs> I'm just like, good lord, just right on the money, just bang. We're getting three and out, just three passes in a row. How the f all right, look, I'm gonna <laughs> bitch about the polls for a second, man. This has been bothering me all week, man. How the hell is Tennessee 19, Florida number 12? Like, if that's not some bullshit, just we like those teams because just no good damn reason. A&M, okay. They're ranked high because they bought a fucking team. Right? Yeah. They got a whole bunch of players they paid for, and they should be good as hell. Even though they hadn't been, they should be. Nah, Kentucky, they've earned it. They've kicked some ass and taken some names, and they've earned it. But... Tennessee has not earned shit. They, I mean, they were terrible. And Florida, they were terrible the past couple of years. Like just what, what, because they got them a new coach? Like, what, what have they done? They bumped up 12. Beat the number seven team in the country. No, oh, come on. <laughs> well, well, what am I supposed to tell you? I was just trying to offer up something. You're like, well, yeah. No, beat the number fucking five team in the country. How about that? Oh, sure. Well, maybe so. I don't know. I don't. I don't think they've done enough to be ranked yet, personally. But that's just my opinion. Of course, I hate. I hate both those schools pretty bad. So. Yeah. Sorry, man. I was figuring up to our picks from last week. You reminded me. Thank God, LSU. Ain't 
I was about to say, man, you did really well. LSU screwed you in the picks last week. Did better than me, though. I knew I was getting fucked, dude, with that LSU situation. Last second, too, man. It's all right. So you went seven and two, and I went six and three. Both of us. <sighs> this is so stupid, man. If you go back to us to the very first episode of the Hall Call podcast, you'd know we know better than this. We both lost. The other loss you had was Illinois. Bama. I mean, you know. <laughs> Barry Lonnie Jr. It's different. It's not like we were just, we love Bama still. Oh, man. It was, I thought. It's weird. We both picked him. I should have known he was going to start taking the taking the reins back from the blew it, man. when he started doing good. Just can't let somebody else have their thunder. Guys, I'm not, you know, we're not just big, unless it's like a gambling operation wants to sponsor us. You know, we're not big into sports gambling. But Chad told me just something years ago. Like, always, like, you should always take just a little advice. Always take Illinois first or beat them the first half. Take him first half in like sports gambling. He's gonna do good. Yeah. But then take the other team the second half. It's just like it would pay off so much. Like every week, you know, even like last year, they weren't just great, but every week they got just just guaranteed. Yeah, you're right, man. He's terrible, dude. He's so fucking. Sorry, Barry, man. I hope you shouldn't have. That you knew what you're getting into, though. So, man, I don't blame him. I don't blame Barry. Get that experience. Big Ten job. I mean, <laughs> I hope we get him down in Arkansas soon. Hope he proves. I, they did get actually. They got screwed in that game. I kind of doesn't doesn't affect me like us when we get screwed. I was like, ah, whatever. <laughs> But if we would have got uh, things maybe questionable in that game, that would happen to us. I didn't think so. What did you say, Chad? I said 41-17, and you said 35-7? to four, seven? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You ready for some more picks? You ready to yeah, kick let's butt, do it, buddy? Man. Let's do uh, when he needs some. When does hockey when, get going? I don't uh, even know if I've looked that up. Soon, but. Excuse me. I think he was. Excuse me. So if they got anything on their damn website this year? Yeah, it came out scheduled recently, but I feel like they play this week. They play tomorrow night. That'd be awesome. I think they're on the road, though. Like, I think they'll play once in the next like, month or something here. September 16th is the next game. And that is... Next Friday. Next Friday. Is home? Yeah, they got a 16th, a 17th, and a 30th game. Oh, man, I might go to that one. Nope, it's at Missouri State. Damn it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then we don't have a bye week. Isn't it one of the but, weeks we play them? Why would we go up there to play when all their fans are coming down here? How I stupid. Who I would have loved to go, go to the Friday night game. I would have loved to go to that. Man, that's that's cool, crazy. Dude. Dang it. Really, and then like they're off the next week. I was telling you that. Mm-hmm. The 24th. That would have been cool to go see on 
And then, yeah. And then they play at Baptist. They're still not playing at home. After all that, they're still playing at other places. Damn, do they have home games this year? Let's see. Oh, versus Mizzou. That's the first one, October 7th. So we got to wait till October 7th to see our first hockey game. October 7th? Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. Because then we play, we, we play uh, Dallas Baptist, but I think we're at Dallas Baptist. Oh, no, wait. Oh, wait, their main page was messed up. No, it's at Springdale. Okay, so we could go to the Dallas Baptist game September 30th and October 1st. I don't know. I'd just rather hold out for Mizzou, I think. I know it's only like five bucks, but... No, yeah, we're good. We'll talk. We'll we'll, we'll be there. No, I was just, just kind of upset. Kind of, like you said, like, yeah, let's get going and kind of just start off the on the road. And I just, it would have just, I don't know... Like it being next week at home would just like next Friday night would have been awesome. Like Missouri State hockey, mm-hmm. and then we play them the next day. But that would all be right. cool. So a couple more episodes till we talk about them. Um, so, Chad, Louisville at Central Florida. Uh, I'll take Central Florida. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go Central Florida there too as well. Um. Oh, I guess. Alabama at Texas. I'm going to go with Alabama. Stroking Texas. Very badly. Making fun of them and shit. Uh, Chad's stroke of the week. Probably going to make them cry. It's going to be like Alabama 55, Texas 3. Or something weird like that. Or... Um. It's going to win them games that Saban comes out and he like throws just a little bit and it winds up being like a 14 to 7 win. And we're all like, oh, we can definitely beat him after that game, you know. Oh. He just does it to throw the other teams off so he can beat them by 100 in the next three games. Sick bastard. He is a sick. <laughs> Why don't you retire? Enjoy yourself. Why don't we, look, how stupid are we? Why haven't we just take $100 and put it on every Alabama game for Alabama to win straight up for the last, you know, 10 years? Or at least last five years. For the last five years, you know they're going to win more than they're going to lose. We should have just been putting $100 on Alabama for straight up win every single game. Even if you're only getting 75 bucks back on that, you're still winning almost every single time. Yeah. With a hundred thousand, and well, some of those games they don't like. They don't even take this. They don't take the straight up because they're such big favorites. They're like, no, nah, we ain't. like they don't even put it out there. You can only bet on the. Like, you can only bet on the, uh, you know, points. Yeah. So, which would be smart. Take take Alabama with the points. That's the, I bet that would have been paid off. All right, uh, Wake at Vandy, Wake Forest at Vanderbilt. Well, shit, man. I'm gonna go with Vanderbilt, man. They've been looking good. They look pretty decent. I like I like Vandy in the upset. I do. Um, I guess it's upset points. I don't know. Uh, Missouri at Kansas State. Um, oh, Missouri. Yeah, Missouri will win that. 
I'll go Kansas State there. Um, Ohio at Penn State. Let's go Bobcats. I'm picking Ohio, uh, man. Let's go, go ahead and pick Ohio. Ohio University. Yeah. Yeah. Bobcat. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking Ohio University. Um, I thought you were talking um, about Ohio State. I thought you just fucked up the Bobcat thing. I was like, man, I don't uh, know, man. I might take Ohio State. Uh, Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Um. Tennessee at Pitt. Good Lord. All right, I'll take Tennessee. We'll see if they're as good as everybody says they are. And ah, Pitt's all right, but I think I'm going to have to go Tennessee. That's a tough one. Isn't that a tough one? That's going to be a good game. They had a really good they had a, they had a really good game last year. I remember watching it. Hey, they had a really good game. Um, Washington State at Wisconsin. I don't know. Sorry. That sounds so weird. I just saw a Big Ten. I saw a matchup. And I was like, well. I'm going to go with Wisconsin on that one. Yeah. I am too. I'm embarrassed. All right. Anyways. Um, Houston at Texas Tech. Um, Texas Tech. Just going to I'm gonna go to Houston here. Oh my gosh! Sorry, try to make this table. Getting it all confused. Don't want to take the time to insert new, you know, cells and stuff. Just all right. Was that out loud? Virginia at, oh, Iowa at Iowa State. Oh, the Cyclones? Yeah, Hawkeyes at Cyclones. Hmm. Hawkeyes coming Iowa off. State. Yeah, yeah. Iowa State? Yeah, I'm going to go Iowa State. Yeah, I'm going Cyclones too. Iowa barely beat South Dakota like 9 to 3 or something. Oh, yeah. It's just awful. At one point, it was like five to nothing, like a safety and a field goal. <laughs> Virginia at Illinois. Illinois. Goodness. Um. <laughs> You're gonna take it? I'm taking Bill like, yeah, Look at it. <laughs> First half. Uh, let's put. go Virginia. Let's go Virginia. He'll probably win <laughs> this one because that's the type of shithead he is. He'll lose one and win one, but. I guess I'll go. Uh, oh, Kentucky at Florida. That's a pretty good one. Kentucky at Florida. Man, they beat them last year, didn't they? Wasn't there a weird mm -hmm. call or something? Whew. Probably not doing that twice. I'm going to go Florida. Just the Gators. Man, I'm going... And that was like the first time they had beat first time they had beat Florida in like twelve or twenty years. I don't yeah. They play every year. I gotta go Florida too, just because it's in the swamp. Maybe at they ain't doing it twice. That's the thing, man. They're probably not doing it twice in a row. They ain't done it twice in a row in a long time. 
And it might be a good game. You know what I mean? It might be a real close game. But mm-hmm. Just look at the end. Um, Arizona State at Oklahoma State. Um, good Lord. Is, Sorry, man. I need to pick. Is Arizona State, is that, do they still, do they got, uh, Herm? They ain't got Herm Edwards, do they? Yeah, they got Herm Edwards. Okay, let's go with that. I'm going Arizona State, too. I like Herm. Baylor at BC. The Baptists versus the Mormons. Baylor at Bob, Boston College. At BYU. Oh, BYU. Uh, let's go with BYU. I'm going BYU, too. Um, Oregon? No. Mississippi State at Arizona. Jesus, man. That's you know what time that game starts, man? 10 p.m. Central. That's awesome. <laughs> that game's gonna still be playing at like to like one something. I'm I'm excited. Let's go with Arizona. Yeah, I'm going to Arizona too. Man. That's a late game. Pirate <laughs> that good. He's, he's getting old, man. Wow, all right, that's it, bud. Good well, pick from Georgia the... playing. They got a bye week? Sanford. Oh, Sanford. You want me you want to pick them? I mean it's just no, no. obvious. I thought maybe they were playing a better team. I would have thought I would have got it, man. No. Well, you know, I thought last week they were playing a good team and they smoked Oregon. Just we talked, we, no, we talked. No, we talked about though. We said we didn't even know who Oregon's coach was, Dan Lanning from Georgia, and he got his butt whipped. Yeah, that's an awful hire. That's all you can get, Oregon. All that Nike money. Golly. You get Dan. Just the name. I'm sorry. Dan he might turn Lanning. out. Like, that's not gonna get fans excited. And I don't even know who it was. Like we didn't. We didn't even know. And Oregon's like a name school. Didn't do it. We know. Dick Kelly, and Cristobal here lately. We we get all right. Rich Brooks back in the day. God, I'm forgetting. I apologize. Queen of England's like, fucking dead, dude. That's pretty tripped out, man. Ninety six. Now you got what King uh, Charles? How about that? Well, King Charles. King Charles. King Charles in the house. King, King Charles. My wife was like, oh, it reminds me of uh, King Charles, like, Yorkshire Terrier or something. I was like, I'd never even heard of that. <laughs> that was a thing. <sighs> this has been a great podcast. hope yeah. everybody out there enjoyed it. Yeah, this has been a decent one, man. Just decent. Well, that's all right. Just like the Hogs, we can improve. But we're still good. But we can win the championship. We can win the championship of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the sound's better. Thank you all for... Hope it didn't turn anybody off last week. Obviously it didn't because you're still listening. I take full responsibility. You know, we Not could. You know, we we're got not. all that money from when we did all that advertisement. 
and stuff a while back and we never did spend it we could just take it all and put it on a game see if we can double it up <laughs> i like arkansas mine or you know i think we're nine point favorites against south carolina this week i kind of like that what do you think oh man should we do an arkansas right, call. oh well, i thought if we did it like, how, about, what we how, about how about this a little parlay some things we like. Arizona's 11-point underdogs. That probably pays off pretty well. What about just putting all on Arizona against the Pirates? Just watching that up late, late Saturday, just like, just that hanging out. That would be fun, watching it. Just, just like 12.30 at night, just like Arizona's up 31-10, to 10, just like. We did it. We doubled it. <laughs> We made we broke even from all the money we spent on beer today. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that'd be a lot of beer. It would be actually. I'm wrong, especially Arizona. Yeah, I don't know, man. It has all right, been a great well, podcast tonight, though. I've really write some of these picks out and let y'all know next week. Some of the picks. Right. Well, I just interrupted. Chad's definitely not. <laughs> do anything like that with me after that. Oh. oh man. Well, we got South Carolina. We got an easy game, Missouri State after that. Then we go down and play Texas A and M. You know. Man. Let's just hope Texas sucks, man. A and M just keeps sucking it up, man. Uh let's hope they don't pull it together between now and the next time we play them down there. Then we got Alabama after that. Golly. Fucking hate Alabama, man. Why do we got to be in that conference? I've just said it, man. I'll say it again. If we was in any other conference, we would win the conference often. That's the only conference we have trouble winning. Well, you know, even this year, you look at college football in general, it's just, it's clearly like from the first week, Alabama and Georgia again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not saying not us, but good Lord. These guys. Well, we go and take care of South Carolina, and then we get an easy game, honestly. So, we just got to take care of business this week. I've got some fantasy. Oh, fantasy news. Yeah, we definitely. Oh no, I was just, I was, I was just, I was just telling you. Uh, we've got that before. We're not signing off before we talk about at least like a. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I was wanting to talk. I was, I was flipping through everybody's teams. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just wanted to tell you that. I just wanted to tell you that as we don't have a producer back here since we hired Billy. Fuck him, man. He was drinking her. Oh, <laughs> number one rule is not to drink the fucking beer, man. Dan. That would never be our rule. I was flipping through everybody's fantasy teams. Right? And I was just taking a look at who they had on their bench and, you know, who they were starting. And I'm just going to say 
that big wiener bandits doesn't get his shit together. He is not in good shape, man. He had terrible team that is. Wow. Wow. Boys, he ain't that good, man. They ain't that good. They showed you that, man. Just go ahead and pick some more folks. We're going to have a new championship, a new champion this year. He did. Oh boy, he had to like. He was so desperate. He picked up Haynes King, the uh, Texas A&M quarterback. Just gotta get what you can get, I guess. (laughs) I did go through. Uh, Okay, so the standing. Let's just talk about what happened last week. What do you think, Chad? I think you'll be happy to talk about it. I will too. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Last week for me, uh, you know, I didn't have the best team yet. I do now. I didn't at that point. And, uh, you know, I had a couple guys starting that I probably shouldn't have, and they didn't perform as much as, as, much as they could have. So I, uh, you know, narrowly just kicked the shit out of the person I was playing. But it could have been a lot worse if I would have, you know, done a little better in my player selection. Yeah. But I've I can't believe, that issue. I can't believe... Oh, man. I tried to pick up a couple of those people you dropped, and I wanted uh, Jake Hayner, Fresno State quarterback. And yeah. Unlike a Razorback, picked him up. Uh, but Hawk Team Hawk called first week, scored 216. Team Evie Dobb, second place team. Uh, score two hundred fourteen and pit boss. That's me. Score two hundred nine. So got a couple guys scoring the two hundreds. Chad's up top. Team Hog Call, looking good. I want to know, you know, and and the uh, the college fantasy is not as long. So every week is the importance of getting a win, getting those points so you can get the top seed later on. Chad is important. So congratulations to you as the team of the week. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. I, uh, you know, like I said, I could have done better. I had I had some guys that didn't that didn't perform last week the way I wanted them to. So, you know, what do you do, right? Because like my wide receiver got zero points. He had another tight end with point six points. I mean, that's just. And then I had a running back with fourteen points. That's just that's disappointing. You know, and, uh, yeah, well, I just hopefully don't ever see that again. Yeah. That's the great thing about college is the waiver, you know, the waivers are so good. There's so many good guys out there on waiver and you can, I don't know, this is probably not the best way to do it. It's probably, you know, kind of the janky way to do it but you can look at like who's playing who you know and you can pick up those players and drop them and <laughs> oh no no it's take, very take strategic yeah. strategic like the waiver wire which is fair like you know you you have a certain rank in the waiver who gets mm-hmm. priority it's a battle for it you know and it, it, the first week like this worked out in the way of the um you know draft pick who gets the highest draft pick and you know vice versa would have a better waiver, but um, it's important, man. Yeah, you gotta look at it. It's different. Like I know you can say, like, you know, like the Bucks playing the Jaguars. You know, you're gonna take. Of course, you want Brady in that one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's not the same as like Alabama versus 
My team, I scored 200. I think half the points for Bryce Young, quarterback for Alabama, against like Utah State. You know what I mean? Like you know these games that they're going to be blowouts. Now, once it gets to the conference season, it kind of evens out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But what I did with such a full league this year uh, that we were able, the excitement was so high. We have a big 14, 16 team league. You got to open it up to more teams than what we were just playing last couple of years. Yeah, you know, that's true. We we're trying to just experiment and. So you got to open up more than just the Power Five, which is cool, though. I mean, these are teams you're still going to watch. These are teams you're going to be able to watch on, like, you know, Thursday at 9 p.m. Stuff, 9, 4, or 11, 10, 11 o'clock, and be able to watch these guys and pick them up or times and get on the multicast. But anyways, reach out to us. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to have to do as far as uh, fantasy if it gets even bigger than this. We'll figure it out. I hope Andy has a big week, man. Because I got their quarterback, so. No. Mike Wright. So I hope we can get out there and sling her around, you know. Let's go, Vandy. Anchor down. Is that the thing? Anchoring? Man, I think. But thank you, man. Don't you want to be fast and zipping around the field? You want to anchor just sitting there in one spot? Anchor that big old heavy thing and tell them we're here. We're here. We're at this game. We're not moving. Not moving the ball either way. Not up the field or down. Yeah, not. I don't know. Just going to put it on the 50 yard line and keep it right here the whole time. (laughs) Most, Most of the ball moves is the 53. Or the 48. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. Oh, well, I think think we did it, man. I think we did the whole podcast, don't you? That was a great podcast. It really was a good podcast. Thank you all for listening. We love you guys. Keep listening. And that's that whole crackling situations we got that taken care of so we got a really really high quality audio uh, this week and i appreciate you guys hanging in there you know everybody got new equipment again because we're addicted to this at this point i think and uh you know there's this one little kink in the equipment and we got it corrected and we're good to go now you know and it just happens so rest of the season it'll be Perfect audio. Hogs are going to do great this football season. Not to even mention, you know, our other programs, you know, or the hockey and basketball that we'll talk about that's going to be good. Um, but football is our main thing. And as you know, it's our love, man. We're going to be good. And we're excited for to take this ride with us because we might win a championship this year. Um, so I'm excited for everybody to take the ride with us. Woo pig suey. Go Hogs.